Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry. My name is Sam Beam, and I am super excited that you guys are here today. It is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon, mid-70s down here in Georgia, and I am thriving. Spring is just magical. It just brings magic into the air. feel like I could be a Disney princess at this point. But I am super glad that you guys are here today. I actually just finished recording a podcast with the Ryan Frank, that is correct, filling in for the co-host on that podcast, and that is jumping straight into our shout-out for the week. Yes, indeed, Ryan Frank's Kids Matter podcast is our shout-out. As I was just on it, I feel like you should go listen to the most recent episode, just saying I'm not biased or anything, but if you like this podcast, you might like the other one. You also might hear some content in the next few weeks from that one as well, so be on the lookout. It's going to be great. Go check out his podcast, though. He's got tons of great leadership. And anybody else on the Kids Matter Podcast Network, jump in. They are all going to be super helpful. So that is our shout-out for the day. Go give Ryan Frank a listen because he is a all-star in the Kidman world. Now, jumping into our story of the week. This past week, it was actually this day a week ago, I was able to go on a staff sabbatical. So I'm lucky enough to have a church that... um gives us four days a year to take a day and have a sabbatical. Now, a sabbatical, uh, there's a lot of interpretations for what it could be and how you do it. I personally went hiking alone by myself with a book, and I just rested in the day. I just It was, it was nice. It was wonderful. Um, and I strongly encourage you guys to seek that out as well. Talk with your lead pastor or whoever's in charge if you do not have this. And, and ask for just one or two days a year um, or whenever you need. And just take a day where you don't worry about work, um, but you worry about you and your relationship with the Lord. Because it is very easy to worship the ministry over the God of that ministry. And so sabbaticals are a great day to reset to refocus, and so I strongly encourage you guys to go uh, seek that out, because uh, I think any any lead pastor understands that, and uh, and the benefit is pretty great. I'm uh, coming in this week pretty strong, ready to go, and I'm excited. So today's topic is a fun one. I uh, have been doing a lot of summer planning. And as always, I am drawing straight direct from my experience as a preteen pastor right into this podcast. It's like an experience funnel. It's wonderful. Anyways, I wanted to give some, some tips and some ideas on how to prepare for the summer with your preteen ministry, okay? How to prepare and be ready for the summer because the thing is, a lot of things are changing. If you've been watching the news, if you're paying attention, COVID is... is in the decline, we're not out of it for sure. That's that's definitely for sure. But with vaccines, with um, more people just getting that and less cases, etc., uh, we are beginning to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I wanted to focus on how you can prepare for the summer with your preteen ministry. So I've got four points for you guys. So we're going to jump right into those. The point number one is address your situation. We're preparing for the summer, preparing for your ministry for the summer. Address your situation, okay? Have you met back as a church? If you have, have you met back as a kids ministry, all right? 
Are you at full capacity? Are you running all your previous services? Right? What direction is your state that you're in headed in? Some states are still in lockdown. Down in Georgia, we don't really have much. So what direction is your state headed in? What's safe for you guys in that regard? So, um, are you are you indoors? Are you outdoors? Are y'all meeting on Sundays? Can you meet Wednesdays yet? Is that allowed? And and, and the big question is, is your team ready to go? Is your team ready on a moment's notice to jump in and be ready to to make a service happen? So when we went back, it took a minute, right? It took several weeks to gear up for our return. So make sure you're ready for that. You have volunteers on call, ready to go. Uh, for us, practically in, in my uh, circumstance, we are starting a third service the week after Easter. So for me, it's getting my team ready for that third service. I'm not just going to drop a service and have a team already there for me. I have to assemble it, which requires shifting volunteers from some services, recruiting more volunteers, etc., etc. It's a lot of work, but are your volunteers ready to go? Will it require just a quick phone call, or is it going to require two or three weeks, weeks of prep and and scheduling and all of that. So address your situation is the first thing you want to do. Make sure you're ready. Make sure um, everything's good to go. Are, are you set to open in a week, in, in two months, at the end of the summer, whatever it is? Make sure your situation is addressed and you can go in with that uh, point of view. And now that your situation is addressed, you've got all the, the bases covered, think about what can you do, Okay. In your situation, what can you do? Can you meet outdoors? Um, can you meet on a on a, a Tuesday? When can you meet, and what can you do while you meet? Okay, so so for us, for the ministry that me and Andrew Brooks are all stars are K through first grade, no K through third grade, sorry K through third grade pastor. Uh, we had to adapt. We had to improvise. So what can you do? Okay. It, it, we're not going to go back to normal. This has been established. We're here a year into it now, um, in three days actually, as from this recording, two days from when it publishes. But so we're we're into it. It's a year. We know things are going to change. So what can we do? How can we adapt to our situation? So so like I said, me and Andrew, we did Wednesday nights on the lawn. We couldn't do Wednesday night services anymore, but we did activities on the lawn. We played games one night. We had root beer floats one night. We did a bike night one night can you do that is that something possible for your ministry second summer camps right those are going to look different but can you make those work summer camps are a huge part of ministry especially for preteens as they mature and grow it's important for uh, them to be able to have these away from home situations it's just it's a huge foundational block for a lot of students and their faith development okay so a lot of you guys are ramping back up and and some of you guys might not even be open yet and no matter where you're at you have to think about how you can adapt you have to think about where you can can grow and so um, I'm still working on adapting I can't meet on Wednesdays because our uh, junior high ministry takes up the whole uh, area that we used to share with social distancing and and they're growing well so I can't meet back there, so I have to work on that. So me and Andrew are are meeting again. We're going to start back Wednesday nights uh, for uh, once it gets warm again, consistently at night especially.
naturally, we're going to start beating back. So how can you adapt in your situation? How can you make things work? Is it going to look different? Is it going to just be a game night? Is it going to just be a get-together? Whatever it is, uh, find something to work. Find something that you could do with these students because that is so important. For them, uh, whether you've opened or not, finding some way to connect with these students is super vital. Point number three, you got to change your ministry. Yep, that's just it. That's just the reality of it. So, like I said, Wednesday nights look different for me. And I think they're going to look different for a while. And so my ministry is changing. This isn't a temporary fix. This is a long-term change. Uh, one thing our junior high ministry did was that they shifted. That used to be, you know, a large group Wednesday night activity, worship, message, etc. And uh, our preteen pastor, or not preteen, sorry, junior high pastor adapted as he as he went through this uh, pandemic. And, and he shifted the culture of his ministry into a small group group focused ministry and it's actually really amazing to see how his ministry has changed and how it's grown and improved and gotten way better the the community is way tighter because they've changed their ministry the entire structure of it for me personally i just had a conversation with a junior high pastor yeah he's getting a lot of shout outs today his name's tucker music but uh anyways figure out throw his name out but he uh, had a conversation with me this morning. He wants sixth graders to move up early. So about two months earlier than normal. We usually do our uh, promotion event at the end of May, early June. And he wants them to move up uh, the second week of April because he wants this transition to be easier for the sixth graders. So he wants them to start coming to 78 on the Wednesday nights to his junior high ministry because, well, it's been weird. The year's been weird. The transition just isn't quite the same. Things are just different. They they feel different for the students. They're not as adjusted. They're not as comfortable. We haven't been having Wednesday nights, so these sixth graders won't really be having Wednesday nights. So I'm changing my ministry in regards of letting these kids move up too much early, uh, two months early. Uh, I'm thinking about what's going to happen there. Are my students going to check out on Sundays because they're with 78 or what? And I don't know, but I know that these sixth graders need something, and I don't want them to drop off. I don't want them them just feeling disconnected. I don't want them feeling lost or scared or unsure of their move up. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's get that going. So I am super excited about that. My Sunday mornings are evolving. I know everyone who started back has changed the way their Sunday mornings look. We used to have uh, Gaga Ball and games and video games out and now it's on-screen games and we have an impossible shot we actually brought out last week. That was fun. It's, uh, it's the ring toss with the rope, you know, toss the ring, get it on the hook. Anyways, we brought that out and so we're slowly evolving the ministry into what is going to look like. And so Impossible Shot used to be a Wednesday night staple. Every Wednesday we did an Impossible Shot, but we don't have Wednesdays. So I moved it to Sundays and now these kids get to try and see if they can get it on the hook, get a prize, whatever. Uh, so my Sunday mornings are evolving. Wednesday nights, just whatever it is, you're going to have to change your ministry. Things just aren't going to be the same. It's 
it's just the reality. And I think we've all accepted that doing it is differently. So that's the first three. Address your situation, adapt to your situation, and then change your ministry, okay? Remember, we're not temporarily changing. We are permanently changing our ministry. And jumping into point number four, our final point here, be ready for bumps and bruises, okay? Ministry is not going to be the same. There's no sage wisdom for... Navigating preteen ministry in the midst of a pandemic until now, apparently. I just realized I unintentionally did that, but that's the name of my podcast, and I'm giving uh, pandemic advice, so maybe I'm the sage old wise guy who's... No, who am I kidding? That's not... No, sorry. Anyways, there's no book for this. There's no template. There's no map for how to get through this, so we're just... Kind of bumping our way in the dark, you know? If you've ever gone into a room and you didn't quite know the layout and it's dark and you're just kind of hitting things and you hit your shin and you hit your toe, you're going to get through, but it might hurt a little bit. So be ready to fail and be ready to learn on top of that, okay? So the important aspect there is to learn from your failures. I think everybody hears it enough, but it's it's something that's so crucial in your development is to learn from those failures, Learn from your failures or else you're just going to keep failing. And so address them, assess them, don't let them pass by. It's easy to get caught up in the defeat of your failures and in the defeat of your ministry, but don't let it pass you by. An example from my ministry is the volunteer drop-off I've had in the recent months. I've, I've lost several. Um, when I moved into the preteen ministry, um, I lost several. Uh, which is to be expected, and I've lost several as the time has gone on, and so it's, it's very easy to get caught up in the woe is me, uh, my, my ministry is falling apart. Uh, the reality is I have about four or five solid adult leaders at this point, and the rest is high schoolers and college students, which is great, but I need adults, I need parents, I need people who can lead and have experience in that regard, and so I can get caught up in that, I get caught up in the fact that I failed or that I'm dropping volunteers, but the reality is I have to address my culture what does my leader culture look like that's that's catering to these people um and for, and for me i'm a college student i'm naturally going to gravitate towards picking up the the college kids and the high school kids because that's my age range and adults are terrifying i think i've said this before but adults are scary so i have to adjust or or it's just not going to work and i'm going to have a bunch of college students who leave every summer and then i'm in trouble so don't worry about the failures as much as what you can learn from those okay so when you fail be open for ideas from others uh look at other ministries around you to see what they're doing ask your volunteers ask your parents um and don't be afraid to ask for help the uh, i love kidman facebook page is like i've said it a few times but it's legitimately a wonderful source of information and help i've gotten so much help from that facebook page because it's just hundreds and thousands of pastors like you so please go for that i'll have the link down below for that but check that out. That's not like a plug. That's like, it's just a lot of help. So jumping through those last four again, address your situation when getting ready for the summer. Address your situation. What does it look like? What do you need to do to meet back? Are you ready to go? Are you uh, half capacity? Like what can you do? Okay. And then adapt. Can you meet outdoors? Can you meet on a Tuesday evening? Can you do some fun game nights on the lawn? Like, what can you do in this situation that you have just addressed? 
And then three, change your ministry. Change the way things look for you. Change the way you do things because our ministry is changing and we need to change with it, right? Remember, not temporary changes, but permanent. Change the culture. Shift the culture. Move into that change. And number four, be ready for the bumps and bruises. Don't focus on your mistakes. Focus on what you can learn from your mistakes. So be ready for that. Be ready for those because they'll happen. I'm proof. But that is it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed and got something out of that. Remember, there's a lot to be learned and we are all learning together. So don't be hard on yourself. Dive into this summer. Uh, get ready. It's going to be an amazing summer and we have got this. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you guys back here next week with another episode of Navigating Pre-Teen Ministry. Later.